Hello everyone, this is You've Got 5 Options, a radio show where we prove that 5 is a magic number. Our experts will give you 5 tips on how to make your private or professional life better. We will solve your life challenge by giving you 5 different options to choose from. And our guests will answer 5 exciting questions while live on air. Tune in and feel the magic of 5. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got 5 Options show. Yes, and we are recording on this fr- wonderful Friday afternoon, uh, but we are not live. We agreed not to not to hide it, that sometimes we are live and sometimes we are not live. Yes, on some Fridays, which we don't even know if they are <laughs> odd or not odd, uh, or even we are live and on the other ones we are alive but not live. Sometimes when we are supposed to be live, we are not live. <laughs> so we don't care. But what we know is that uh, this is a pre-recorded show. So uh, there is a benefit to it and there is a disadvantage. Disadvantage is that we are recording this show uh, in an actual new moon. And the title of today's show has something to do with New Moon, and I will explain it in a moment. So uh, that's the uh, actual cool thing. The uncool thing is that you will actually hear it one week later. So, uh, yeah, uh, it will not be a New Moon anymore, but I hope that all the information here that we will uh, discuss today, uh, you will use it for your future uh, adventures. Manifestation adventures, new moon adventures. Yeah, because the good news is that the new moon is every month. Exactly. That's the that's the good news. Yes. And today we are hoping to engage Dennis, our technician, that I think many of you know, know from our Facebook page. Because if you are following our Facebook and it's for free, so you should follow, uh, it's enough to put, you've got five options, uh, five as a number into Facebook and find us there. I think uh, Dennis was featured two weeks ago uh, when we had this uh, quite interesting technological hiccup with the new, what is the new one? The Roadcaster, right? Uh, Roadcaster uh, Pro. Yes, and the Roadcaster Pro is a beautiful machine for podcasters, but for some reason it made a roadblock. Yes. And didn't want it to work. Briefly. So, briefly. So, uh, then uh, we, we captured, actually Marta captured that on the pictures and you can see Dennis. Uh, on our pictures on Facebook and you can also see his very impressive uh, long beard because you have to actually mention that and for all of you who cannot see us and are listening to us as a as a rerun on, on the radio I would like to say that now I re- realize that you remind me of that character from Game of Thrones uh, this uh, Tormund Trom- are you watching Game of Thrones Dennis? No is it a, some sort of a protest against something? How can you not watch Game of Thrones? I watched one episode and it wasn't for me. One episode? Yeah. Okay. That's very harsh judgmental, I know that. It uh, Well, 
usually one episode for episode for everyone is enough to to get in but okay fine uh, there is a character there that actually uh, is is quite similar to the way you look including the color of the beard mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's pretty cool so you should check him out a good guy uh, he's a good guy yes but he's wild wild and a good guy that's that's kind of like you i guess Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, so actually, uh, that's that's just for all of you to encourage you to actually visit our Facebook and see if Dennis looks like Tormund. I think it's Tormund. Tormund from Game of Thrones. So, yeah. But we are here today to discuss a very interesting, for me at least, and I think for Marta as well, topic of manifesting the life you truly desire. And uh, that is because... I believe this topic is very polarizing and uh, some people believe that manifesting in general things into your life is bullshit. Some people are big fans, so there are two definitely extremes and there are some people in the middle who don't know what to do with it. Uh, You know, can you really wish for something and this will happen if you will visualize it or is positive thinking really bringing positive things into your life or can I really use a new moon and uh, make my wishes and they will come true next month. There is a couple of different theories and we will touch upon all of them today. But uh, the reason why uh, I chose this topic for today is because it's new moon. Of, of course, you know that this is a pre-recorded show. So that now actually when you are listening to it, it's after the new moon. But uh, together with Marta, we had an event lately. Uh, what was the title, Marta? Now I will activate you. I don't know if I remember the title exactly, but it was uh, something about spring equinox and uh, letting go. Yes, Exactly. And it was a full moon celebration because it was a full moon and we had uh, seven participants and we realized that most of them were interested in moonology, moon magic and new moon and wishing uh, upon the new moon and so on. So that was definitely the first signal for me to choose this topic. The second one uh, was, of course, that it coincidentally is a new moon. So I treated as a sign or destiny and another one is that i i don't know for some reason i am still all the time bumping on this um, visualization and manifestation topics all the time and even lately i realized marta when we were at university because we are going to university sometimes to talk to students can you imagine and give uh, lectures, we had a topic about actually self-motivation, self-efficacy. It's called like this. So basically, how do you get motivated and uh, how do you believe that you can achieve your goals? How do you get that confidence? And one of the five reasons of having that was actually visualization of yourself in the future and uh, seeing yourself as you already succeeded, which is basically, you know, a visualization technique used by, let's say, maybe more alternative uh, people rather than just a simple goal setting. So even in that kind of settings, I realized that we have talked about or touched upon some sort of manifestation And that was a lecture at university. So I was like, okay, let's do it. Today it's new moon. Let's do it. Let's talk about manifesting. Is it true? Is it not true? What do we think about it? And how this new moon thing 
which is, by the way, just one of the techniques of manifesting things. How does it work? Because it's new moon, so what the hell? Maybe someone will find it interesting and useful. And now, Marta, I have a question for you. What do you think about today's topic? I think that today's topic can be as down to earth as we choose it to be or as fluffy, as esoteric uh, as we choose for it to be. I think there is a lot of science and a lot of pragmatism in uh, manifesting things in your life. It's about the vocabulary, really, and about what kind of person you are and how you like to bring things into your life. Can you tell me what do you mean by by the vocabulary? So, for example, if you start talking about manifesting and the secret and the law of attraction and so on, you might call in some different type of energy around it. Or when you start thinking about intention, planning for what you want to get in life and, uh, you know, taking action in order to get there. And when you start digging into it, because that's what I have been doing a lot from many different perspectives. Uh, It all is so similar that it's crazy for me. You can find so many different ways to call stuff and so many different ways to, you know, so many different words to put on it. And it actually takes you to the same uh, outcome. Yeah, I actually uh, was uh, very looking forward uh, towards this uh, th- this uh, final, you know, punchline that you just gave me, because it's like no matter where you will look, will you do it as a new moon manifestation or will you sit, I don't know, and uh, smoke some weird herbs like oregano uh, or whatever and try to get connected and visualize. Smoke oregano? Where did that come from? <laughs> that actually came from a, from a movie because <laughs> doesn't matter. Long story. But apparently in the movie, a character thought that he is buying marijuana and he bought oregano. So just not to say marijuana, which I just said, and I will say it again, marijuana. Oh, my God. Stop it. Well, I just used the oregano. So that, that, that ship has sailed. Well, basically, no matter what you do, will you do the groovy, uh, I wish upon the star kind of shit? Or you will do the actual very serious or very pragmatic goal settings, in the end of the day, you might achieve the same results. And I think the whole um, argument or the polarizing thing is about how did it happen? Because, you know, some people who are saying that they manifested things into their life give an impression that they just, you know, put some magic spells and the things has happened. And the ones that set the goals, they were actually working hard towards it. So I think it's that kind of also narrative that is making this topic quite difficult. But I would like to start with actually manifestation itself. So, and I I know that we will touch upon the so-called secret that I think many people love. And uh, there is, for every lover of the secret theory, there is a hater. I'm sure of it. Then I would actually like to talk about uh, what you, Marta, just mentioned. You know, it's like, aren't we talking about the same thing? Manifesting or uh, goal setting, you know? Uh, Is it kind of, what are the similarities? Then I would also like to talk a little bit about Uh, This, um, you know, is it really true that what we believe or think can indeed 
cause things in our life because that is the premise of the secret that positive thinking will bring you positive things, negative thinking will bring you negative things and is there at least a little bit of science behind it? And at the end, I will share actually personally how I'm setting my um, new moon intentions every month and uh, in other words, I could say how I make my goal settings every month. And it sounds totally different. Now I realize if I will say how I wish upon the new moon and how I'm setting my monthly goals, right? And it's the same thing. So, Marta, I have a little bit of a intellectual game for us today. Are okay. you ready? Yes. Yes, you are ready. No, but yes. No, but yes. Mm -hmm. So I think we, we touched upon the uh, manifestation and why is it so polarizing. So I would like to start with a very simple, is manifestation in our lives possible? And I have uh, started with the so-called the skeptical approach and I found an, yeah I just have a question do yeah. you have a definition of manifestation it just came to my mind that I actually am very curious what's the definition of what it means what, what is the, the manifestation I just discovered that I have never read the definition of that word what is that supposed to be Mm, no, I don't have a definition prepared, but I can tell you how I understand it. Yeah, I understand that uh, manifestation, it's, it's like when something manifests, right? So something becomes apparent or becomes physical or happens. So, for instance, uh, manifestation could be uh, from thought to an actual thing. So I am thinking about having a bicycle and three days later, my cousin gives me a bicycle as a gift. It manifested. It was a thought. It was desire wish. Uh, but that's my own personal definition. The, the simplest I could uh, get. I don't know why I talk about bike. What what do Uncle Google says? So Uncle Google says that manifestation is an event action or object that clearly shows or embodies something abstract or theoretical. Mm -hmm. The first obvious manifestations of global warming. Oh, so, so that could from be, this. Mm -hmm. It could be used in this way. It could be the action or fact of showing something, the manifestation of anxiety over disease. Mm -hmm. So it could be like a display, demonstration, showing, mm -hmm. or a symptom of an ailment, a characteristic manifestation of Lyme disease, sign, indication, evidence. So mm -hmm. manifestation is not all that fancy. It's mm -hmm. actually a normal thing, a way of showing, as way showing an event, action or object. So it does not have to be in any way cuckoo. Exactly, exactly. And probably uh, the context I am taking this in could be perceived as the cuckoo because we are here, we are talking about the premise that actually was in a in a very famous now and infamous because of many reasons movie or the book, The Secret, where the uh, prime statement was. Uh, whatever you think you attract. So if you have positive thoughts, you are attracting positive things in your life. And if you have negative thoughts, you will attract negative thoughts in your life. And it wasn't about maybe specific things, but it was about a state of mind. Um, it was extremely uh, polarizing because some people believed it uh, with no doubts. And some people were like, okay, this 
simply sucks. How can you explain, uh, you know, some things that are happening to people and are unfortunate? Like, the, did they cause it by their bad, bad thoughts? I think that was one of those uh, most um, um, harsh critics because then you are blaming someone for being sad and causing something bad on himself. The other thing was that, you know, so many people tried to manifest stuff and they didn't succeed. So it cannot be uh, the, the right thing. But I found three statements that I would like to briefly discuss with you, Martin. Maybe Dennis, if Dennis is interested. So the skeptical approach, and it was a very interesting article from a lady. And she said that Manifesting is, at its deepest level, actually the same thing as a victim blaming. And she explains it that way. To put the entire focus on a person's thoughts for what their life will bring them is unkind, unfair and unrealistic. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. People can work their whole lives with passion and integrity and still never make it big. People can do everything right with their health and diet and thoughts and still become ill and die. Mothers who want their babies more than anything in the world have miscarriages. Women that never wanted to become pregnant find themselves with a child. Things don't always make sense and we don't always get what we want or even what we deserve. So basically her thinking is it's impossible. You cannot just attract good things with uh, thoughts, positive thoughts, because there is so many things that are happening you know, the bad things to good people, the good things to bad people. And, you know, a, a very relevant example here, for instance, because that's one of the strongest desires. All the mothers that want to have children and have, for instance, some kind of reproduction problem. So uh, she doesn't believe it. So, Marta, what do you think about this uh, opinion? Anna, do you like we are done now with the show? Yeah, when I tell the opinion, <laughs> we will run over the recording for the next, I would say, at least three hours, and then uh, but <laughs> we issue it as a season. Uh, yeah. uh, just for the record, me and Anna have discussed that topic probably over, I don't know, we could put something together, I would estimate at least 200 hours. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's, I think about it so much. Mm -hmm. I really think this is a fascinating topic and I have had all sorts and types of opinions about it myself. Mm -hmm. I, on general level, have also started to watch documentary movies around it and read books around it. What's the scientific uh, explanation behind it? Like, I really want to understand the science behind it now mm -hmm. and uh, getting even into quantum, quantum physics behind it because I think... There is a lot of truth to the fact that how we think, how we feel brings manifestation in our life. Mm -hmm. And I find it so logical and so easily understandable, even on this super pragmatic level at my corporate work. If I think and feel good about doing something at work, I am so much more motivated to do it. And it is so much more likely to happen in life. For me, this is so basic and this is so uh, extremely logical. But there is more than that, like the mm -hmm. lady says. There is also something about some sort of a faith 
or some sort of a higher purpose for each one of us. Of course, no one in their, okay, I, I don't want to be judgmental, but I can imagine few people in their life would like to manifest something like miscarrying their child or, you of know, course. having a serious disease and these kind of things. So, of course, there is a huge dilemma in putting it this one-to-one, -one, mm -hmm. that it's not this way. Mm -hmm. It's way more complex than that. And I believe there is no theory or answer that could give a logical explanation that I have met so far when we look at it in a perspective of one life. Mm -hmm. I have been researching. I have been talking to people. I have been reading books about it because that's one of these questions. I don't think that, okay, I have not read a theory that could explain it in a perspective of one life, that would make logical sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Go in go. a perspective, in a higher perspective, mm -hmm. yes, I have met some theories, but as said, it is big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so in general, I can understand where the woman is coming from. Mm -hmm. I can understand, and I agree with her, that it's not like bad things happen to bad people and good things happen to good people mm -hmm. and all that stuff and so on. And... I don't know what more to say because it's like I could say so much more. <laughs> I, I know that you can. That's why I was so super excited for this part. Uh, but I have uh, a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then I will ask specific things from you, okay? Mm -hmm. So then she also uh, said that the second reason why uh, the manifest manifesting things into your life is bullshit or impossible is because we simply can't control a huge portion of our lives. So we can control what happens and what doesn't happen in our world with any semblance of absolute certainty. Sometimes life isn't testing us. Sometimes it simply sucks. Life has times where it's just plain hard and awful and it is just doesn't make any sense at all. So basically what she's saying here is it's impossible to manifest your life or to manifest, you know, positive life or, or great things because we cannot control most of it. And it just that's just the way it is. Life can suck and can be beautiful, but we have absolutely no control over that. What do you think about this, Marta? I think this is at the same time very true and very untrue. Mm -hmm. I think that this is, that's what life is about. Mm -hmm. That life is about this, that sometimes we can manifest things into our lives, exactly what we want and we get it. And sometimes we absolutely can't, no matter how hard we try and what we would like it to be. Yeah. So I think that's life. Yeah. Sometimes and yes, we can. Sometimes no, we can't. Do you have any opinion why? I, have, I know that you have an opinion. I do have opinions. Do you want to why? share? <laughs> okay. So, of course, that's one of those things that... For Christ's sake, no one gives definite answers mm -hmm. <laughs> and we can't know it for a fact mm -hmm. and for the truth. But I do believe that some that we come here to this, at least that's the only theory that has so far made any sense to me. We come here to this life with a certain purpose mm -hmm. and we probably need to get through a couple of life lessons. Mm -hmm. So sometimes things happen to us so that we can learn those lessons. And sometimes what we think we would like in life is not actually helping us in fulfilling our life purpose. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we don't get it 
actually in our highest and greatest good, mm -hmm. even though we might think or believe that this is the greatest possible thing for us to happen. And I have a very easy explanation that we can all probably relate to. Yeah. I bet most of the people have been fantasizing about a certain partner and wanting to have that partner in life and not getting that partner and then having an experience of getting a new partner and thanking God for not getting the other one. Yeah. Uh, that's, so, that's basically the so first 35 years of my life. Yeah. So that's what many of us can relate to. Yeah. That we might at some point think that this guy is just the best for me or this mm -hmm. girl is just the best. I just love this person. I want to be with that person. Maybe we even tried being with that person and had our heart broken and stuff. And then after some years go by. We start a new relationship or we just simply reflect back on the past and we are like, thank you, Lord, or whatever we think. Thanks, God. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was raised in a Catholic country. So, yes, some, some uh, things so it's thank, difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so, and thinking like, that person was not at all for me mm -hmm. and so good we did not end up together. Oof, it was like a life sentence if, if yeah. we did. I just touched the bullet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's one of ways that it could be relatable. This is a fantastic example, Marta, because you said uh, you said something super important, like uh, uh, we might want something that is not good for us and we don't know it yet. And we really have as humans a very limited, uh, short uh, span of b b being able to predict what is good, what is not good. And I think it's um, in, the example with boyfriends, girlfriends is fantastic because that is actually many times what we experience all of us privately. But also, uh, I think that what we don't realize is sometimes we want something. We, we want our life to be in a certain way. Right. We want to, I don't know, in 10 years, be here, there and do something. And then on a smaller, shorter scale, we want something to happen. But what we cannot predict is if that thing will happen, we will not get into that higher vision that we have for ourselves because we cannot connect the dots. And many times, sometime, many times something that seems like a misfortune, did, I didn't go to the university I wanted so badly. I was praying for it. I was visualizing it and I didn't got in. Love manifestation sucks, for instance, right? Or I really wanted to get that job or even I got sick. And I had to cope with sickness. And uh, then only from a perspective of time, we can see that if I would get that job, I wouldn't be where I am right now, where I wanted to be. Or uh, many people actually, and that is, I won't go into big, big uh, um, sicknesses, but there is a lot of people who are on the athlete path and had an injury, something with a knee. I actually came across many of those uh, guys lately or, or girls and they thought their life is over, you know. It's like I was supposed to be number one. I was supposed to be on Olympics and then this accident has happened and my knee got uh, whatever. And then those people are discovering what they truly are meant to do, like either be a writer or motivational speaker or work with animals, whatever that is. 
uh, and we don't understand it. That's why we think that, uh, okay, this is super unfair and this is brutal and uh, and this doesn't work. It doesn't work. But the thing is that we cannot, I think we cannot put together the small little things we want for the immediate short term together with the longer, higher vision for ourselves. Does it make any sense? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so basically that's that's another thing. And then uh, there there is another bit. For everyone successful, that's her third, third reason why she thinks manifestation sucks. For everyone successful manifesting story, there are 1,000 stories of manifesting failures. Just because you hear one famous person say that manifesting uh, is what worked for them doesn't make it real. Of course, someone is going to say it, it worked for me because something they already have achieved. Sometimes it's honestly just a stroke of good luck mixed with hard work. So basically her statement is because we, of course, now, especially if we sit in those motivational videos, you know, we can see and we even gave it as an example on our lectures, right? There was an example of Conor McGregor, who is a martial, mixed martial arts fighter who was visualizing himself being number one and he became number one. Then we had Oprah Winfrey doing the same and we have... Uh, What's that? Uh, Jim Carrey. Those are those famous examples, famous people who were poor and had nothing and became super famous. And so what she says, yes, there are those examples. But for every one person like this, there is 1000 who failed. Uh, and but what interests me is that she says it's honestly just a stroke of good luck mixed with hard work. And my question is, why do we prefer to believe in some sort of a good luck then into manifestation because good luck is i think even more mystical than the manifestation itself don't you think well i think that as i said this is a matter of vocabulary yeah. or a matter of how we call it because even if we take like jim carrey who gets to decide whether he made it because of visualizing himself which gave him motivation to mm -hmm. actually go on to the next audition despite being uh, rejected and so on, or if it's a good luck mm -hmm. that finally cut it. Who gets to decide what was? Yeah. And also, extremely interesting, there is a thousand of people who end up in failure. And, you know, this is so for me, who decides what is a success or a failure? There are so many people in show business who earns a lot of money has made a lot of success, you might say, that are completely broken and unhappy. Mm -hmm. And there are so many people who didn't get anywhere. They have their garden and they are perfectly happy. Who gets to decide whether you are a success or a failure? Yeah. Even if you earn millions, you can be completely, entirely unhappy. Mm -hmm. You can choose to take your own life away. So unhappy you are. Mm -hmm. So that was the counter <laughs> counter, counter reply to counter that lady. Reply like to that who lady. gets to decide 
yeah. when when you're a failure or success. I actually also found it interesting that statistic because of course I guess she just made it to make a point like for every one person there is 1000 failures. And then she continues, no one is successful without hard work, but not everyone who works hard will be successful. Interview 1000 1, other real life people and ask them how much they wanted something and believe in it and try to manifest it and it didn't work. We just don't hear those stories. That's her line of argument. And now my question is, what about all those stories that we don't hear about successful manifestations? Because I will tell you something. I had a funny experience, I think, two days ago at work or one day day ago at work. I was talking with my colleague and uh, he was telling me about how he was uh, getting a job And he said, yeah, and then when I finally decided to get a a job, this position just show up. I don't know how to call it, maybe a destiny. So that kind of phrasing. And then she said, he said again that after some time he was in recruitment process and he was trying to wait his options and think about if he should wait with his old job to be sure that he has it or what. And he decided to quit his old job because he was like, screw it. I'm just quitting and I will believe that everything will be okay. 30 minutes later, he got a phone call that he got that job that he wanted. So he was unemployed for 30 minutes. And he said, and again, you know, it was a destiny. And I was thinking, yeah, but you also kind of manifested this. This is what you wanted because he was actually for a year thinking about these transitions. And, you know, it's it's funny that people prefer to... Sub- and I could see that this is not something that you would normally say on a public forum. Yes, uh, it was a destiny I got this job. No, you would say, ah, it was a coincidence. It was a nice coincidence. All things happened like this. So I started to think that many people are also embarrassed to say, I have manifested things into my life, maybe to avoid scrutiny or not to look like a cuckoo. But I think there is more success stories than we think. What do you think, Marta? So... When I look, that's why I ask you at the beginning if you have a definition Mm -hmm. of the word manifestation, Mm -hmm. because maybe it's just, again, coming back to the words. And how do you get to decide whether the guy manifested that job or if it was a hard work of him applying for jobs and getting a job or if it was a destiny Mm-hmm. How how can you recognize between the things? That's totally correct. Uh, what p- pointed my attention was that he basically was looking, he, he decided to look for a job and he just opened it and he was like, that's it. So basically he, he did say it was a, a destiny or maybe a funny coincidence. You know, when you are searching for something mm-hmm. and you suddenly get it, right? And I think this happened for many of us. You know, we have this situation in life, like I really need an information about something or a book or whatever. And then that person, that information shows up. Uh, But uh, I think that many of us uh, prefer to call it in a different way. And I think coincidence or luck is the most common ways we we call it. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with me? For me, it's really a matter of vocabulary. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, uh, like I manifested this 
or uh, this was a destiny uh, is more of a dirty word than it was a coincidence. It was a good, it was a great coincidence for me, you know, it or uh, I, I just had luck. Do you think that it, it could be that uh, some vocabulary is dirtier than other? Dirtier is a good word. Well, I don't know. Uh, somehow a word destiny has not ever been dirty for me. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. For me, this word is cool. Um, okay. I think it's so personal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Somehow really something with manifestation does not entirely cl- click mm-hmm. with me. Probably I would have uh, used something like I brought it to my life. You know, mm-hmm. I asked for it. I received it in my life. That's true that I might have something with the word manifestation. With the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it, it happens like that. And then you talk to someone else and they are absolutely fine with the word. Because mm-hmm. the logical explanation is that the word is actually about uh, an action or fact of showing something. And it's a display demonstration, uh, exhibition, presentation in your life of something that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of, uh, as I mentioned before, how you brought it. Did you bring it through your thoughts and wishing and visu- visu- visualizing, hoping for it? Or did you brought it through solely hard work and planning? And I think that... that, 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 that and it, what's the difference between planning and thinking about something? Exactly. That's a fantastic point. That That is actually a fantastic point. Uh, because uh, as I said uh, now I would like to go into this new moon wishing uh, and before that I would like to get our verdict on do we believe uh, finally or do we don't we, we don't believe where are we on this believing part uh, but that was a fantastic point Marta because I actually have realized that by definition of uh, some researchers what I'm doing every month even if I'm saying I'm setting my new moon's intentions or wishes, I actually am doing a monthly goal setting. I really am. So that was a fantastic point. But before we will get into this, what the hell am I doing down there in my room? And I know that Marta is doing some some sort of her ritual as well. Um, manifestation. What is the verdict for today? Do we believe it or we don't or we are on a fence? Can we really bring things into our, maybe I will use this word, bring things into our life by thinking positively, by visualizing them, uh, by having a positive attitude? And so that implies that we cannot take actions in order to No, that doesn't imply it at all. I'm waiting for your... No, because Mm -hmm. it's, uh, if you say, can we bring things only, Mm -hmm. if if we say that we want to, we, we cannot take any action... And it's about thinking and visualizing. That's a completely different uh, answer that you'll get from me. That is a that is a good point. Okay, let's start with the with the hardcore. Uh, we can bring things into our life, fantastic things into our life, solely by wishing for them, praying for them, or visualizing them, or hoping that they will happen. Okay, here comes my answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. You think we can? Yes. Solely uh, by... Yes, maybe it will work only in 1% of cases, 
Maybe it will work only with small things. But yes, I have uh, experienced myself many times that just by thinking about something without taking any action, it has happened. So, mm -hmm. for example, I think like I really want to talk to my friend. I don't take any action and that friend calls me. Did I manifest it according to this definition that I just thought about something, visualized it or whatever? It came to my life, mm -hmm. right? So, yes, we can. I just think that if there is no action implied, it's going to work only in a limited way. Scope. So, mm -hmm. so, for example, if I would like to manifest having a car mm -hmm. without taking any action about it, it will be may, way more uh, difficult, very, very difficult uh, than if I could take some actions. And if I plan for getting a car and take a loan and so on, I can manifest it in my life much more easier according to my belief system now. Mm -hmm. Got it. Mm -hmm. I will come back to your car example. I would like to hear from Dennis. I think you said a key word just before. It's attitude because following the definition from Uncle Google, <laughs> your attitude is, could be a manifestation of what you think. So if you have a positive attitude, if your attitude is to work towards what you actually want, mm -hmm. is it manifestation or hard work? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, so, a, that's a very good point. And, and if you have a positive attitude because you have positive thoughts, you might attract other positive people and make things happen mm -hmm. that you actually want. Mm -hmm. Is it happening because you're thinking it or is it because you're actually working positively towards something? Mm -hmm. I don't think anything happens without you doing something for it. Mm -hmm. and I think it's a cultural thing to use the word destiny. I was destined for greatness. <laughs> and because we're self-deprecating ourselves in, in that terms of, hell no, I worked very, very hard for 15 years towards this. Now I achieved it. I did this. Not alone, but I did this. Mm -hmm. That's not a popular thing to say. So True. I was destined for this. It was destiny. It was manifestation. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a way of... Not bragging about your achievements. So you're even like the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to what, uh, for example, we could kind of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, see the other way around from coming from our culture. So very good point. Mm -hmm. That's true. I will have two thoughts for you before we will close this one and go into the new moon wishing. Number one, the car example was brilliant because I actually watched a video uh, from a girl on YouTube who said that she wanted to have a new car and she was manifesting or visual visualize. Actually, she was visualizing the new car. I think she even made a vision board. She didn't have enough money for the car she wanted. She actually didn't have enough money like uh, for a car, I guess, or something. And then she really wanted it, so she has uh, made it uh, made a vision board and some follow some steps. And what happened is two weeks later, uh, her father's friend was selling his car very very cheap, and offered her a great deal. And in the same time, uh, she got some unexpected tax return, and suddenly. And uh, because this is the whole point, this is how manifestors will say 
I manifested this because the, I, I have attracted the circumstances. So uh, the friend of my father selling a car, the, the one that I wanted or dreamt about, plus on the top of that, I get unexpected money. I could never predict that the tax office will give me back the money. And now I have the car after two weeks. So um, that's that's actually what manifestors are because that's actually, tr- it's hard to plan for it, for that kind of, you know, circumstances, right? But it's still okay to grasp on uh, opportunities. So mm-hmm. non-manifestor could say, I really wanted to have a car. Mm-hmm. I I really, really wanted to have a car. And when you really, really want that, you think about it a lot, right? Whether mm-hmm. you believe you're a manifestor or not, you mm-hmm. will be thinking about it. You might visualize yourself in that car, you know, sometimes like, oh, it would be so cool to be in that car, you know, imagine. It can be such a simple, normal, down-to-earth, you know, just a dream, <laughs> you know, daydreaming yeah. about something. And it could be easily just called, I got an opportunity to buy a car and I still had to take an action. I still had to pay that money. Mm -hmm. I still had to get, you know, something, sign some papers and so on. So I still had to take actions in order to get that car. Yeah, that's true. It still did not just, uh, you know, appeared itself magically in my living room without me taking any action whatsoever. Yeah, it would be super weird with a living mm-hmm. room and a car, right? <laughs> yeah. But there is still action involved. Yeah, it is action involved, but the circumstances align. I think that this is what what, what we could say here. And for what you said, uh, Dennis, uh, one interesting thing is that, you know, some people um, say that there are those overnight successes. You know, someone wins the lottery or someone invests well on stock or someone, I don't know, put a video on YouTube and become a new Justin Bieber. So you know how much work those people put in and do they did they really work hard to be where they are? And, you know, some say, uh, well, the, of course, either that they sold their soul to devil. That's also one of the very popular theories, you know, <laughs> uh, coming to from the Middle Ages, actually, that people make contracts with the devil to get that. Uh, the light and more positive version is the manifestation itself. So I think that uh, it's, it is a polarizing topic and it always will be because people will always have different opinions. But you would never say about uh, an athlete that mm-hmm. it was coincidence. That's true. That's true. You, you don't win in in sports if you're not the best. If you don't train. If you don't train. Mm-hmm. You might have talent, but mm-hmm. you have to work very, very hard your entire life to be the fastest or the best at something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have such a good story. I'm going to say it on my speech tomorrow, but I have a really good story for that. Oh. Okay, then I want to, Marta, in this case, because I have to go through the new moon, tell us where you were speaking. Yeah, but it will be post, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but can we get the recording afterwards? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it will be. Re- mm-hmm. It might be recorded. Yes. Yeah, so I will be speaking on a Conscious Women Rising event where I will be talking about the magic and science behind limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I will be telling a story of a guy that was not a professional athlete and won with the world class champions. <laughs> I think I know. Uh, I know yes, this. Story. I love this story. So super inspiring. 
So I think we will wait for a special occasion to use that story in the radio because it, it, it is for another discussion. But okay, I will tell you how I do my manifestations. And you can judge it as maybe Anna thought it, maybe Anna planned it. But I think the most important thing is what Anna believes, right? If I believe it works and it works for me, then it's fine. So the magic of the moon or the moon magic tradition is actually very, very old tradition. It's a quite a female type of a witchcraft, how we would call it. And again, I know what language I'm using. So it's again a connotation of something spooky or weird. Uh, but, you know, um, as we had our guests in a studio, a nature-based coach, uh, Miss uh, at heart I love this surname she told us you know this is very very um, normal for people to be connected to nature now we are getting disconnected so apparently observing the moon and the moon phases and uh, working according to the moon or um, you know also seasons of the year was very much in human nature so Many people, especially women, were using the the moon phases to cast spells or just to wish for something or to manifest. And the two main things were the new moon and the full moon. Full moon is, I think, very obvious. We know how it looks like. It's full and it's on the sky. If you want to know uh, some funny facts about the full moon, please come back to our uh, podcast I think three or four episodes ago it was called the magic and science behind the moon and listen to that the other even more important for many people uh, face of the moon is the new moon when you cannot see the new the moon at all it's a pitch black sky and it is the beginning of the lunar cycle so every 29 and a half days there is no moon and it is treated as the new beginning new month let's call it even if it's not a new month it falls on different dates today we have 5th of april right and uh, i have found there is a lot of different schools who are proposing this uh, new moon wishing but i will give you a couple of steps and i would like marta's quick opinion back so i was using a new moon manifestation uh, by uh, jasmine boland she is actually a very uh, a prominent moonology expert. She wrote books, she has podcasts and all this kind of things. So what she advises is that uh, at the time of the new moon, uh, preferably at the day of the new moon or night of the new moon or within the next three days, because this is when the power, power still holds, uh, we should find the time for ourselves, uh, preferably quiet when we can be alone and do anything that makes us feel good in a sense like is it a candle, a nice music in a background, something that relaxes us and allows us to think about what we really want for the next month. So basically that kind of relaxation and asking ourselves what do I really want to achieve for the next month, right? Uh, so far, what do you think, Marta? Sounds normal. Sounds normal, right? Then when you kind of have an idea, she asks for step two, which is to write a gratitude list. Because by her conviction, when you have a gratefulness, when you have an attitude that you are grateful for things, more things will come to you. Marta, what do you think about this? I, of course, believe in gratitude. And I think it's one of the uh, states mm -hmm. in which we can be where we cannot feel bad. So if we are experiencing gratitude, it 
lifts our mood and makes mm -hmm. it impossible to feel bad and stressed and so on. Yeah, actually, that's uh, I, I try that. When you are grateful, you cannot be sad or angry. It's impossible. It's the same like with blowing bubbles. It's it's very difficult. So basically, her premise is right. The uh, I think ten things you are grateful for. It can be people. It can be things that happened to you in the past month. It can be things that happened to you in the lifetime. So I'm grateful for my friends or for my kids or for my partner, whatever for my job or for the sun rising or for the first cup of coffee, whatever comes to your mind, write those 10 things and then you will put your brain in a frequency of actually being able to receive and manifest good things, right? And then uh, this is actually quite pra pragmatic. She proposes 10 wishes and she says, use vocabulary that you like. You can say it's wishes, intentions, even goals, but choose 10 things you would like to happen for you during uh, the next month. And she proposes this setup, writing down the 10 goals or wishes or intentions, then uh, writing an affirmation to each of them. Affirmation is a sentence that indicates that it already happened. So for instance, if you would like to, uh, Marta, can you give me an example of affirmation? A thing that... I don't know. I haven't done my new moon manifestation. <laughs> yet. I thought that you would say must. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. No, I. <laughs> beep. Uh, aff affirmation is, but it could be anything. You know, some people have this uh, statement of affirmation is, you know, I am beautiful, I am smart, and mm -hmm. I am, you know, meeting the love of my life. Yeah, but that's uh, that's exactly it. So, for instance, if your a new moon uh, goal or wish is to lose five kilos, you can say, I fit my old jeans or I am uh, I, f I, I am teen or whatever, right? So it has to be something that is already um, indicating that you are already having it. So that's the visualization part. It helps aid to visualization. And then when you wrote an affirmation to your wish, then you should also write down the percentage that you estimate there is a possibility that this wish will actually happen. That's very interesting because she says that if you indicated uh, below 70, let's say, let's agree on 70%, then uh, you probably don't fully believe that you can achieve that. And then you will have problems with achieving that. That's very interesting. What do you think about that? I know that you have proven it wrong, so... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I proved it wrong. <laughs> uh, but it's very, uh, I would say, very methodol methodological approach to wishing upon the new moon, right? Yeah, and you know, it's very interesting because uh, I have myself been like uh, telling people uh, write things you're grateful for. And then I have experienced myself a couple of things like I write the things I'm grateful for, yet still don't get into the grateful energy. And I've experienced, I've had this so amazingly, it just, you know, went straight to my heart. Grateful people or happy people don't need to make lists. Mm -hmm. So this is something that you can access mm -hmm. or not, depending when you, you will write it or not write it. No, but I can understand that in general, writing can help us, though for some mental people, when you are like on a mental level, you cannot feel. So I'm a little bit skeptical about the writing part. Not I one think that there is probably... Uh, 
hundreds of different ways of doing it. Of course, I'm presenting only one. And there, that's a very good point. I like this. Grateful people don't need lists. But if you are a beginner and you want and you actually want to try it step by step, by mm-hmm. step I guess it's, it's you can try it's it. It's a right? very fr- pragmatic approach. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very methodological. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we have our wishes, right? So... We have time for ourselves. We have nice, nice atmosphere. We have made gratitude list, list. We feel grateful. We have decided upon those 10 wishes that we want to happen. And they can be anything from I want a new car to uh, whatever. But if we put on I want a new car 40 or 30 percent, then we are already saying to ourselves, well, I don't really believe in that because her premise is you have to believe you can achieve. Um, then we put after the percentage, we ha- we put the affirmation. And the last thing is she actually asks to put at least one action point to each of the wish. What will I do to get closer to achieving that wish? So, for instance, it can be something very simple. If I want my dream job, I will apply for, let's say, one job a week. Right. I will look for my dream job. So there is an action uh, element included. And I like that in that method. And then that's pretty much all. You have your list. You read it out loud. She proposes afterwards meditation where you are focusing on your wishes and you are trying to visualize them. So again, the visual visualization. So as I already have it. And here it's not about watching a movie of how I have my job in my head. But feeling the feeling of having that job or having that thing that I really want. And then that's about it. Some schools propose to uh, forget about that list or whatever. Don't touch it and then just open it month later to see if we are... um, Achieving, uh, if we have achieved it or not. Some other schools of thought would say uh, you have to check with that list because, you know, those are your wishes and you made your action points or whatsoever. So here it's an open choice. Either you don't look at it and you just revisit it month later to see uh, if it came true or you take it as a tool to track it. But that's pretty much it. And that is actually what I am doing almost every month with a focus on actually finding time for myself. That's 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 that part I like. Time for myself when I have a time to think and really realize what I truly, really want. Can I say one thing? Of course. I'm actually wondering now if putting that percentage is not a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. I am thinking now about a time when I've heard about manifestation and wanted to check it for myself. Yeah. And if I started to think about it, how, you know, how likely it is, I would have put a very short, small percentage on it. Mm-hmm. Once I would put a very small percentage on it, I would actually start bringing myself down and start bringing my belief down mm-hmm. that it can happen. But if I don't put that percentage on it, it's much easier for me to believe that it can still happen. So yes. I am thinking, usually I like percentages. I mm-hmm. use it a lot in coaching. You know, how do you feel? How realistic is it for you to happen and so on? But now I'm thinking with something like wishes, it might actually work the other way around. I think you have a point And I think that if we have a tendency to be um, um, like downgrading our chances for wishing, we can actually shoot ourselves in a fit. 
But and that, I also know your great manifestation of a very low probability that actually happened. So you have forty-five seconds proofs. to tell to to tell me which one was that? Your partner, your uh, life partner. Oh my God, my <laughs> lovely boyfriend. How yeah. much percentage was that you believe that it, it can was act- the lowest I ever gave? Sixty percent, I think. Fifty-five, sixty. I haven't given, and the rest, I was always very optimistic, 80, 90, 100. He was like, a, he was really poor <laughs> probability in my head. And yes, it happened. So uh, so that proves what? That percentages make no sense. Yes. We don't need them. Yeah, throw this to the garbage. <laughs> Guys, try it. I hope we convinced you. Thank you for listening today. And... We'll hear each other next Friday. I don't know why I wanted to say Merry Christmas, but that's not at all where we are. You are listening to You've Got Five Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks!